little fingers. You hold him, Caroline. Shula. And I thought I'd never have a baby of my own. Uh, excuse me, Mrs. Oh, Caroline, he's trying to talk again. There's definitely been some mistake. Who's a naughty baby, then? Who tried to run away while Mummy was asleep? Look, I'm not your baby. My name's Roy Hitchcock. I blacked out, and the next thing I remember was waking up here. I thought Mum would be happy now I've got a baby. But she still seems to be worried about my... My state of mind. Just because she refuses to babysit for you. Not just Mum. Everyone's been avoiding me since Mark's accident. That might be because you've taken to kidnapping backpackers and passing them off as the baby everyone thought you were about to have. I don't care what people think. We don't need anyone, do we, baby? Look, Shula, I know this very good gestalt therapist in Borchester. You won't be a naughty, ungrateful baby and try to escape again, will you? Ow! Because I've had other babies who've done that. I've had to punish them by locking them up in the cellar. He's playing the theme from Chariots of Fire again. What is it about Gestalt therapists and Vangelis? Well, what do you want me to do about it? As if Shula's baby nightmares aren't enough. I'm beginning to think I'll never escape from Gleed Cottage. No camcorder. This is a novelty. To have a conversation with you without a camcorder stuck in my face. Look, I don't want to discuss last night. It was all a hideous mistake. That's all there is to it. Oh, I'm glad we agreed about that. I hope in time the scars will heal. I'll learn to forgive you. You'll forgive me? I wasn't the one who decided to video us doing it. Well, we didn't. Did we? Do it, I mean. It's not that I object in principle to artificial aids. Artificial aids? I know they can help stimulate inadequate people. It's just that I'd like to have been consulted in advance, that's all. My camcorder's not an artificial aid. Last night's footage was for a sequence in my video diary. Oh, your video diary. Nobody's going to broadcast your sad, self-indulgent musings. The whole country's beavering away making amateur videos like yours. Amateur videos? You've become part of the victim culture, you know. You're the sort of person who goes into therapy for five years because he got weaver fish poisoning once. Huh? You're accusing me of being precious. Except you couldn't get it together to go to a therapist, even with one living next door. It's you who needs to consult our friendly neighbourhood therapist. You'll never be able to lead a full life until you acknowledge that you don't like sex. What? Admit it. You got cold feet last night. The camcorder gave you the excuse you needed to send me back to the caravan. Is this your copy of A Year in Provence or the library's? Mine, why? Maybe you'd like to look for it in that stinging nettles. Oh, how childish. How very, very childish. <laughs> oh, dear. What's this? Behind with the rent, are we, Roy? <laughs> Didn't you see the bogus caller aware sticker in the window? I've come for my mobile. I left it here. And get off my winter pansies. I've just put them in. I'm also here to see my mate, Roy. I take it I'm not banned from the caravan as well. No, no. Help your mate, Roy, through as many nights as you feel you're up to. Oh, watch out if you see him reaching for his camcorder, though. You know, Jane, you're a very shallow person. Oh. Who's playing Vangelis? The Gestalt therapist. He plays Vangelis when he's got a client. Yeah, he's nearly used Vangelis for the majesty of nature. Oh, by the way, you got a call on your mobile yesterday from the Natural History Unit. Oh, yeah, what do those mincing ninnies want? A four-parter on dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? Yeah, and the first part's going to be about you. Oh, very funny, love. Not content with ruining my life, you have to satirise it as well. Take no notice, mate. She's a wind-up artist. He's still in there. Who? Chad. Suddenly they're mates. 
Five minutes ago, they couldn't stand each other. Now they're Cagney and Lacey. Oh, Valerie's adopted a humpback whale called Lacey. Of course, when I say adopted, doesn't actually live with us. It's all for my benefit, of course. And I can't even get in my own caravan now. I feel like a mother excluded from her adolescent son's bedroom. They'd better not be smoking my dope in there, that's all. You keep your dope in the caravan? The situation's impossible, Colin. I'll have to tell him to leave. Chad? Roy! I'd stand clear if I were you, unless you want to get splattered with clay. Oh, right. I mean, look at it from my point of view. The complications are horrendous if he stays. There's my council tax, apart from anything else. I'll lose my 25% discount for single occupancy. Besides... What? People think he's my young lover. Isn't he? See what I mean? So so there's nothing between you, then? No! Well, of course, there wouldn't be anything wrong if there was. Society no longer frowns on an older woman with a younger man. Oh, really? And what if you're a teacher and the younger man was once a not-so-brilliant pupil? Society still thinks that's a bit yucky. Because he's not so brilliant, you mean? It's not as if he hasn't got a home. And his builders must be finished soon. How long does it take to cure subsidence, for God's sake? My house is built on a ley line. I should have kicked him out when I started having those dreams. I dreamt he was a sponge, you know. A sponge? I even thought of reporting myself anonymously to the council. Why? You're not allowed to have someone living in your caravan. If the council told him he had to go... Then you wouldn't have to. Look, Colin, I'm sorry to go on like this. I suppose it helps to talk these things over with an old friend. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very touched you've confided in me, Jane. Yeah, and she has the gall to suggest I should see a therapist. This is the woman who makes Mrs Danvers seem normal. Been there, done that, waste of time. Chad man submitted himself to therapy. Yeah, I had to stand in a wood banging a drum and bellowing, I'm a man and I'm proud. Why? Don't ask me. Something to be clearing away cosmic shame to discover my psychic clown. Why did you need to discover your psychic clown? I was having marital problems. Well, how could a psychic clown help you with your marital problems? Well, he didn't help as things turned out. Well, I didn't much fancy going on to the next stage. What was that? Spiritual growth through aerial urination. It involved pissing out of a hot air balloon or something. Did you resolve your marital problems? Mm, hardly. Mandy's with Nick Bell these days. What, the Nick Bell? Mm. Newsreader turned thriller writer Nick Bell. Well, I suppose that's an improvement on natural history presenter turned dull claimant. Oh, it won't come to that, mate. Or worse, natural history presenter turned superdogs presenter. That really would be the end. Oh, you're just going through a bad patch, that's all. It's because you didn't get a second series of The Majesty of Nature. No. It's worse than that. I've developed a bit of a phobia, you see. What phobia? I'm having problems working with animals. Basically, they give me the willies. Oh, well, that would be difficult in your line of work. Wanted to use a body double on Chad Mann's world of animals. Jane would use a body double for real life if she could. Especially when you point a camcorder at her. She doesn't even want to be famous for 15 minutes. Oh, she'd be famous for more than 15 minutes if she's in your video diary. Mm. Speaking of which, I've had a word with my chum at the community programme unit. And? Quite likes the idea. And the footage he's seen so far. Quite likes. He's going to look at the rest of the stuff and give you a bell. Look, don't get your hopes up. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, Roy, I want to talk to you. Sorry, no can do. Just off out. Oh, for your daily stroll up to the effluent outflow pipe, I suppose. No, as it happens, I'm off job hunting. In case Hollywood don't want your video diary, you mean? Just taking your advice and pulling myself up by my own bootstraps. <laughs> and on your head bid if I have an existential crisis at the job centre. What sort of job are you looking for? 
pornographer? Actually, my video diary is pornography now. I've just been looking at last night's rushes. There's a shot of you striding naked across the bedroom to switch off the camcorder. What? You could have been a bit more sensitive last night. I'm still very vulnerable at the moment. You might have put my recovery back months. Ah, he could have been more sensitive. Well, I didn't ask to be clinically depressed, did I? I had hoped to spend my time as an adult recovering from my childhood. I didn't expect to have to spend it recovering from being an adult as well. Right. Well, do you think I could have a word when you get back? Either of you will do, adult or child. <laughs> Look, Roberta, it's the train. I wonder if dear Papa's on it. I'll race you to the station, Peter. An unforgettable movie experience from Merchant Ivory Productions. <laughs> Dame Wendy Hiller is Roberta. Sir John Gielgud is Peter. Papa! And Dame Judy Dench is Phyllis. Oh, excuse me, sir. Is my dear Papa home from the war yet? He's been dead for 50 years, you stupid old fool. Hmm. It appears Papa's dead. The Merchant Ivory production of The Railway Adults. Dead? That's a bit of a bugger. Oh, are you? <sighs> oh. I thought so. You're the planet I pulled out the river. Ah, I'm sorry I was rude to you when you rescued me, officer. I'm really very grateful to you for saving my life. Yeah, well, I'm sorry I did now. I should have left you there. Oh, charming. What's up with you? Someone nicked your gladiator's calendar. Don't you stereotype me, you worm. Hold up. Where's your uniform? Mind your own business. You're on plain clothes duty, I suppose. Entrapping the unemployed and dispossessed. I've resigned. What, you mean you were sacked? I've resigned. World's full of rat bags. No job satisfaction. What, not even frightening people of a nervous disposition like me? And get used to being done over in crowded shopping precincts. But when one of your colleagues gets in on the act... What? If you're a woman in today's police force, you're crumpet and no means yes. Canteen culture, you see. You were sexually harassed? You? By PC Roger Hand. Who's PC Roger Hand? A mate. Or someone I believe to be a mate. You should have complained. I did complain. The inspector told me not to be silly and patted me on the bum. So I told him not to be silly and patted him on the bum. <laughs> I bet that went down well. He was lucky he didn't get a nostril massage. So, you're unemployed too, in the same boat as a pranit like me. So, what do you do when you're not littering up job centres? I make documentaries, actually. Tonight in Mysteries of the Mind, the sad case of the millions who, having purchased a camcorder, believe themselves to be great documentary filmmakers. Also, we examine Peter, Roberta and Phyllis syndrome and those sad octogenarians who are still waiting for their dear papa to return from the Great War. But first we ask, what makes people drive around with squashed tomatoes on the front of their cars over a year after Comic Relief Day? Everyone. Especially those plonkers who drive around with squashed tomatoes on the front of their cars. I really hate Vangelis fans. The most irritating thing about Roger is that he's so popular. He's not even bent anymore. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a bent copper going straight. You must learn to put your feelings of hatred on hold now you're a civilian. Hatred keeps me going. I even hate myself. I'm so twisted with self-hatred, I'm ready to join the Conservative Party. That's why I like it here. 
Even the owners hate each other. It fits in with my worldview. Police, you're both licked! Oi, oi, you're not in the police anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry, lads, carry on. Bloody hell. I'm Marina, by the way. I was named after the puppet in Stingray. That's probably why you're good at pulling people out of the water. My thanks to Shelley McLean and Brian Blessed, and good luck with your joint project. Who knows? Maybe the Himalayan Yeti really is a descendant of visitors from another planet. Yeah, maybe it is. Stay with us, won't you, Shelley and Brian? Because I'm sure you'll have a lot in common with my next guest. He started out as a newsreader and has become a best selling thriller writer. He's Nick Bell. Hi. It's Nick Bell. So? This is the bloke who's living with Chad's missus. We've got to talk. So, yeah, later, later. New book. A bit of a departure for you. That's right, Michael. Like many thriller writers, I was at a loose end when the Berlin Wall came down. So I had to go away and, and deconstruct myself, as it were. Yeah, you pity you came back dressed as a pimp, mate. Look, well, I gather the new book concerns a washed-up natural history presenter. Well, yes. Did you say natural he history? He gets presenter? these mystery phone calls from someone confessing to a murder. Only nobody believes him because he's out of his head most of the time and having therapy. Somehow, I don't think I'll be waiting for this book to come out in paperback. Now then, Nick, it's no secret your partner is Mandy Mann, ex-wife of Chad, and as Chad's a natural history presenter... I knew this would come up. There is absolutely no relation between Chad, who's a dear friend of mine, and my character... Chan. That's Colin. I'm off. What about this talk you wanted? Oh, it'll have to wait. I'm off to a druid wedding. Oh, that's nice. Bye. Of yeah. course, if I was writing the book now, I'd have my hero confront a yeti descended from visitors from another planet. <laughs> Where am I? What is this place? This is our space cruiser. Our descendants live in the place you call the Himalayas, and are called Yeti. Why have I been brought here? We require you to act out the love scenes from the entire literary output of Nick Bell. On my own? Without a woman? We understood you took a lifestyle decision to embrace celibacy whilst making your video diary. Now, the Zarg here will read a love scene from Nick Bell's The Blair Syndrome, and you will act it out. A cruel smile danced on Blair's lips as he found Nadia's willing body sprawled spreading the picture that built a I'm so glad you were able to come, Jane. I think you'll find it um, illuminating. I uh, won't have to strip, will I? Strip? To do a fertility dance. Oh, goodness me. I think you've been reading the wrong newspapers, Jane. It's a druid wedding, not a Valpurgis night. That's a relief. There's something different about you. Different? In yourself, you seem younger. Probably the new dress. Oh, you shouldn't have bothered for us. We druids don't stand on ceremony. Oh, Lord... I've made a joke. I said, stand on ceremony, and we're going to a wedding ceremony. Very good, Colin. <laughs> Actually, you don't just seem younger, you seem pinker. 
I've booked an hour on the toning tables at the beauty clinic. Because you thought you might have to do a fertility dance? Because I got depressed. Oh, what are you depressed about? Oh, just about everything. It's that time of year when you think seriously of quitting teaching, Chad's being a pain, and I'm feeling guilty because I'm about to evict Roy. Are you sure there aren't deeper, more profound reasons? Such as? Such as you're alone and your life's completely devoid of meaning and purpose. Keep talking, Colin. I'm feeling better already. Well, I'm sorry, but we druids believe in going to the heart of the matter. I don't want to go to the heart of the matter. I might discover the unvarnished truth, for God's sake. Who wants to find out they're repelled by sex? You're repelled by sex? So I've been told. Perhaps you haven't met the right man yet. Is there such a thing? You're a very attractive person, you know, Jane. I'm sure... <clears throat> I'm sure he'll come along. Oh, my God! Don't panic! Um, it, it's just my steering wheel airbag. It, it's been doing this rather a lot lately. Yes, usually when I'm in the car. What is there to discuss, Angela? You made your feelings perfectly clear when we went out to wrecky the cormorants. Who is it? Angela Churchill. No, Angela, I don't know what it's like to be married to a man who farts in bed. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry he makes model aeroplanes. <laughs> he must be part of the victim culture too, married to her. I'd like to see you again, Angela. Really, I would, but it's difficult. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm back with Jane, you see. Hey? No, no, don't cry, Angela. Look, I'm just an ordinary dude who's made a few natural history programmes. Everyone works in the media these days, Angela. Now, if I was a capstan lathe operator, that'd really be unusual. Michael Tukey show? Why, was I supposed to? Angela? <sighs> She's hung up. It's like fatal attraction all over again. What was all that stuff about the Michael Tukey show? Don't suppose you saw it. Yeah, 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 I did actually, mate. Nick Bell was on. Oh, I own Nick. Mandy went berserk and cut up my suits when I told her I was leaving. Could have been another fatal attraction situation if Nick hadn't come along. Luckily, he likes big women. Big women? She was 18 stone at the time. 18 stone? Mandy could be very excitable. That's why Jane and I were suited. Jane couldn't give her monkeys. It's very important to me in a relationship. Women not giving her monkeys about me. Yeah, well, the only person she gives her monkeys about is herself. Seems another world now. In those days, I thought chicken in a basket was sophisticated. I met her at a cardboard box factory, and we had vacation jobs there. Jane? Mandy. Yeah. When we got married, people called us Mandy and Manfred Mann. I'm going to have it out with her when she gets back. You're Mandy? Jane. I want to know where I stand. Yeah, nothing's changed, mate. She still doesn't give me monkeys. You know, maybe it's time I got back into therapy. I ask the god of love, Angus MacOg, to confer upon Don and Gale the fertility of the stag. The fertility, the fertility of, of the stag. stag. Are they married yet? Uh, not quite. Confer upon Don and Gale the vision of the all-seeing eagle. I married a Jane the other week, you know. I married her to a Colin, too. Really? Confer upon Don and Gale. Now there's a coincidence, Jane and Colin. Yes. Let us join the man in the woman. Have you thought about becoming a druid, Jane? It hasn't consumed my every waking thought, no. And now the chain of daisies. 
You should think seriously about it. We're all very ordinary people, you know. Take Don and Gail. Don's a psychiatrist and Gail's a social worker. So, under the Mental Health Act, they could certify me as insane. Well, yes, I suppose they could. May your union of the man in the woman and the woman in the man be fruitful. And may you walk in the path of the sun. Look, Jane, would you like to come back to my place afterwards? Your place? I've got Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, on tape. I wondered if you'd like to watch it with me. You're a Trekkie, too. Oh, yes. You'd be surprised how many of us druids are Trekkies. Bye, Colin, and thanks. And may the prudence of the trout be conferred upon you, too. Delectable creature. Why, it's Jane, and looking even more ravishing than usual. Have you been smoking my dope? Yeah, I'm intoxicated by my own beta endorphins, actually. Did you know beta endorphins contain properties similar to heroin and morphine? Colin was rather free with his compliments, too. I hope he didn't think all this was for him. Whereas we both know it was for me. It's a pity you're repelled by sex and I've taken a lifestyle decision to say celibate for a while. Why are you so cheerful? It's very unsettling. Yeah, the community programme unit rang. <laughs> The BBC Community Programme Unit. They're interested in my, um, amateurish video diary. What? Today, video diaries. Tomorrow, inside story. I suppose if you ask me what my influences are, I'd have to say Grierson's Nightmare. I didn't ask. Aren't you happy for me? I'm a success at last. I'm in this video diary, remember? Naked in one shot. <sighs> to think I was worried about doing a nude scene at the Druid wedding. Nah, don't worry. I'll junk all the embarrassing stuff. You know, Jane, I owe Chad... If he hadn't got behind it and pushed it... Good old Chad. Did I see him sitting in next door's garden, by the way? No, he's enrolled with our friendly neighbourhood gestalt therapist. Any opportunity to make himself visible? Oh, fair's fair. He's been going through hell lately. Having first inflicted it on everyone else. Uh, Look, uh, sorry to have to puncture your bubble, but we really must have that talk. Well, here I am. (sighs) I'm going to have to ask you to vacate the caravan. Eh? I'm evicting you. I just called you ravishing. I'm still evicting you. I want my life back, Roy, such as it is. Where am I going to go? Back to your own house. It's not as if you're homeless. You told me yourself the builders are almost finished. Well, they are finished. Well, then. The building society are about to start proceedings to repossess the house. You're joking. I haven't been able to keep up the mortgage payments since I've been unemployed. I'm sorry. You'll still have to find somewhere else. I'm beginning to feel got at, you see. Well, try a stint of homelessness and joblessness. You really know what it's like to feel got at. I suppose I'd better start packing, then. Uh, Look, you you don't have to go this minute. Right. (coughs) Panel, our witnesses have helped you pick your way through what has been a sometimes harrowing moral maze. Was Jane right to give Roy his marching orders? Janet. Certainly. I wouldn't want a small man with a goatee beard living in my caravan. I don't think Roy is small with a goatee beard. Well, if he was small with a goatee beard... Yes, Edward. I'm reminded of a joke told to me in the Garrick by uh, Mr Boutros Garligali. Roger? Uh, I think she should be horsewhipped from village to village by her local hunt. Come on, Hugo. Sort us out. Well, there's a cautionary tale in the Talmud about women who permit small men with goatee beards to live in their caravans. 
You've got to have it out with her. You're entitled to know where you stand. She's told me where I stand in no uncertain terms. I'm out of my ear. She'll cave in under a show of force. She respects blokes who stick up for themselves. Mm. Oh, I hope you're satisfied. Not content with ruining my life, you've ruined his too. You're soaked. I'm um, locked out. I must have dropped my keys at the Druid wedding. And you were hoping to shelter from the rain with your ex-tenant? Well, just until the locksmith comes. I had to phone from the Gestalt therapists. Make her wait in the rain, Roy. He was giving me some very strange looks too. What have you been telling him? I think he doesn't need to know, as my therapist. Oh, by the way, Angela Churchill's here. Oh, yeah. What does she want? To see you. She's in a bit of a state. You told her I was here? Well, you did, apparently. You also told her we were back together. Had to put her right on that. You did what? I oh, don't worry. Maybe, maybe she respects blokes who stick up for themselves. She wouldn't be making such a fool of herself over you if she'd read the new Nick Bell. What? That's hardly worth the emotional investment. Not with you getting torn apart by mountain gorillas on page 208. What? I wouldn't keep her waiting if I were you. She's very, very angry. Oh, even looks like Glenn Close. Angela! What a surprise! Glenn Close? Yeah, Chad thinks he's got a fatal attraction situation on his hands. Oh, I do hope so. Mr Churchill has a flatulence problem. I suppose you're quite normal, really, compared to Chad and Colin. Yeah, thanks a lot. Is the building society really going to repossess your house? Yeah, they're welcome to it. Little they realise what they're letting themselves in for. They'll soon be begging me to take it back. Look, you can stay till you get some alternative accommodation sorted. But you've just evicted me. Well, I'm unevicting you, temporarily. Take it or leave it. I meant it, you know. You do look pretty ravishing today. Well, you did until it rained. Now you look like a dog. I feel like one, too. Oh, not bloody chariots of fire again. You'll have to get used to it if you're staying here. I'll never get used to the thing from chariots of fire. You'll be surprised what the human spirit can endure. Look how I've put up with you. So, you see, Angela, I need some time alone to clear away the debris of my cosmic shame. And until I do that, I'll never discover my psychic clown... And we all need to be put in touch with our psychic clown. It's, it's, it's part of the process of finding out who we are. You do understand, don't you, Angela? Angela. Well, say something, Angela. In The Older Woman by Tony Bagley, Martin Clunes was Roy and Geraldine James, Jane. Nicky Henson played Chad, David Troughton, Colin, Tilly Vosborough, Marina, and Sue Roderick, Wynne. Other parts were played by Melanie Hudson, Peter Serafinowitz, and Alistair McGowan. Music was composed by Julian Bostel and the theme sung by Toya Wilcox. The producer was Paul Schlesinger. <laughs>